0: Good morning, and welcome to the Rise and Grind Mastermind Call. This call was started on September 8, 2016. This is the Mastermind Group. What a Mastermind Group is, is a group of like-minded people who come together to accumulate a great fortune. The Mastermind Group concept was formulated by Napoleon Hill. He spoke of the Mastermind Group concept in his book, Think and Grow Rich. In his book, Think and Grow Rich, which was published in 1937, Napoleon Hill took 20 years to research people who had accumulated a great fortune in America's greatest recession. What he found while researching these people who had accumulated a great fortune was they did not do it alone. They each had a mastermind group, which is a group of people who they accumulated knowledge from because no one person knows everything. So we'll do this call live Monday through Friday at 9 a.m., And we share topics to make ourselves more successful. So these are either topics that we have implemented in our life, topics that we may need to implement in our life, or stress strategies that we found that other successful people who have become highly successful in their areas of expertise, things that they have spoke of and have in common that we may need to implement as well. So this is a live call So it's not just myself on the call, which my name is Tamika Williams, but we have other people on the call as well that will introduce themselves and chime in. But the motto of this call is start your day with a vision. So we say start your day with a vision. We don't mean use the vision from a year ago, yesterday. We're talking about the vision for today. Each day, it's very important for you to have a vision for your life because the law of attraction is always working. This is not a religious call or a law of attraction call, but a call to make you realize that we all have to take 100% responsibility for our life. So if we're going to start our day with a vision. It's very important that we create that vision that we want our day to flow by. So you're not just flowing downstream like a dead fish going with the flow. You're creating that vision, and that means that you're creating everything that happens or that you want to happen in your life. So today's topic is let your guard down. When we talk about let your guard down, we're talking about allowing yourself to feel vulnerable can actually make you happier. I'm going to give a personal situation as far as in my life, Um. In my life, I really didn't have a huge problem asking, so say, because I really haven't felt the need to really ask for a lot besides asking myself or asking God and then, you know, allowing God to move and shake things up in the atmosphere for me. But there was a time in my life where I had to be a good receiver. And a lot of us aren't good receivers. People will offer us things, and if we didn't ask for it, we kind of feel puzzled, like, why should I take this from you? What's the catch? Why are you trying to give to me? And I was at a point in time in my life where well, I really needed, it. and it wasn't so much as pride as far as the reason why I didn't ask for a certain thing. It was, I know that God has given me the strength and ability for me to find a way for me to get out of the circumstance I right? I'm in. This is the same year that I came across what the Mastermind Group was all about. I had read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, but it's so different when you read a book and you don't actually, you know, write down the principles that they tell you to write. And as soon as you open up that book, Think and Grow Rich, for example, he's giving you step one, step two, step three. And in chapter two, chapter three, chapter four, what he's doing is breaking down the steps. So I read the book, and I didn't have a problem asking, like I said before. My problem was actually receiving. And when you have people in this world that are willing to give to you, whether it's giving you money, giving you knowledge, you know, giving whatever it is that you may need, when you're not a good receiver, but you may be a good asker, it's hard. So I had to put myself in a vulnerable situation and make myself vulnerable and kind of calm down a little bit and be a good receiver. Sometimes it's not, like they say that time, that it's not what you know, it's who you know. Sometimes we're looking to do so much in our lives by ourselves. And we're saying, well, I don't need to ask this person because I've done, you know, thus far. Just look at my victory log. Look at my track record. But we have to put ourselves in a vulnerable position from time to time to sit here and be good receivers. When you're a good receiver, there are so many people in the atmosphere you'll be surprised that want to give to you. They're not waiting for you to ask. They're just waiting to, for you to network with them, for you to cut, bring them into your circle, for you to just open yourself up enough to receive. And it's the same thing as far as spirituality goes. Some of us, we're asking, we're asking, we're asking, we're asking, we're praying, we're meditating, we're doing all, all these things. But have you really open up your heart and become vulnerable enough to actually receive? You know, it's just like how you see a homeless person on the side of the road or someone holding up a sign because they're hungry. They're vulnerable enough to actually receive, and sometimes we have to open up ourselves the same way when it comes to knowledge, when it comes to love, when it comes to understanding things that, you know, we're prideful of. We hate that we don't know it, but honestly, we don't know how to manage certain things in our life. We have to become vulnerable. When you become vulnerable, it can make you happier because you're like, wow, I didn't know that. This person knew that, and I didn't even know that they knew that. Sometimes we put people in a book because the outward shell looks exactly what it is. It's just like when you go to the library or Barnes & Noble or whatever, and you're selecting a book. Nine times out of ten, we're selecting that book based on the cover. When we pick and select our friends, people we want to hang with, people on our network, it's just like looking at someone's social media profile. We're picking them based on the cover. You don't really know what that person is all about. But to actually get to know that person, and you don't see, you know, it doesn't look like much of a selection, like why should I make this person a part of my group? Then usually we're looking like from the outside looking in, looking at the cover. So it's very important that when we make ourselves vulnerable, we know that, you know, we can open ourselves up to more. In life, we usually find safe spots, spots where we feel, okay, I'm safe. I'm going to keep people a certain kind of distance from me. But when you open yourself up, join more groups, for example, like Toastmasters. You know, invite a friend out. You know, just f- see what people's vulnerabilities are. Then you can actually get to know someone a little bit better. Is there anyone else on this call that wants to talk about letting your guard down, basically allowing yourself to feel more vulnerable?
1: Hey, good morning. How you doing? Uh, this is Randolph Mapp. Um, letting your guard down, allowing yourself to feel more vulnerable. That's a pretty cool subject. I know um, that's pretty much, um, I know this is, I know we talk about, you know, business and things of that nature, but that's pretty much how the recovery process goes. Like you have to be willing, <coughs> excuse me, kind of under the weather now. You're going to have to be, you know, vulnerable enough and open-minded enough to really just, you know, open up to somebody that, you, that you're learning to build a relationship with in order <coughs> in order to uh to just to begin the process of recovery for someone to take you through the steps of recovery or you know so that your life can, or long term recovery so that your life can change i know for me um you know that was a very hard task you know actually allow myself to 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 let somebody into my stuff but you know when i look at it you know um we all go through different things different situations and you know but at the same time, the, the common denominator is that we've all been through some things. Yours might be a little bit rougher than mine's, might be a little rougher than yours, you know, but then that's a matter of perspective as well. So, you know, once, you know, I pretty much got out of my head about, oh, what I think this person might think about me and just actually begin to start, you know, um, freeing myself up of a lot of the things that I've done during my addiction and out prior to my addiction, you know, it made the recovery process uh it made it fun, actually, because I had all these stigmas and all these prejudices that you know I'm not, it's not going to work, you know, and they won't understand me, and I'm so unique, you know, what I did, nobody else ever did, and all kinds of crazy stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, um, you know what it boiled down to was, was everybody is human. Everybody has made some some errors. And, you know, you, you, you clean your side of the street, you continue to keep your side of the street clean, and you just continue to live. Now, that that's vulnerability, you know, in, in the aspect of recovery. Now, I'm beginning to um, step into this other realm of um, business as far as um, beginning to um, work for myself. Now, this is very uncomfortable because, it, it, I, for one, you know, from 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 where I'm from, you know, most of my family, you know, they they you know they go to college or they you know they get a good job, they work for people, and then you know they retire, and you know you know taking on this new mindset, you know, it's almost it's like going against the grain. It's like, what do you mean? I have a few entrepreneurs in the family, you know, but like I said, mostly everybody else is is pretty much I don't like use the term, but I mean it is what it is. You know, they they're on the plantation for you know. 40, 50 years or 34 years, whatever. And then they get the freedom papers, you know, when they're 65, 70. And then they, you know, they do this thing called retiring. But it's like, you know, I've been enlightened to a lot of these books, a lot of these people, a lot of ideologies that I'm listening, you know, beginning to, you know, um, employ in my life. And it's like, you know what, you know, um, I can do that same thing too. I mean, you know, I, I I'm surrounding myself with with some pretty solid people, you know, and my and a few networks that, you know, are entrepreneurs that are doing their thing and you know, um, I can do it too. I just gotta find something that, you know, I feel like would fit me. And so, um, in this process that I'm in, you know, it 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 isn't so happy right now because it's unfamiliar territory. But um you know, I, I have I have a lot of, uh, a, a hell of a lot of faith right now that it's going to fall through and everything, you know, will work and that it will ultimately, my vulnerability in this situation will make me happier. But um, as of right now, I'm shaking like a stripper on the pole right now. Like, it, it's, it's, not, it's, you know, because it's, it's, I don't know what's on the other side, but then, two while I heard myself say that, it's almost like the same c- scenario with recovery. I was nervous. I was scared then. But my life has changed completely for, it. like, my life is so great right now. So perhaps maybe I'll get the same results. I don't know. But I want to find out, and I'll let you guys know as well. But that's all I have as far as being vulnerable and how your life could possibly become happier. Um, I'll pass it back over to the group or anyone else that's on the call who would like to chime in.
0: All right, yes. One thing I want to talk about is really you can't talk about vulnerability without talking about shame. A lot of us don't want to open ourselves up to be vulnerable because we're ashamed. And that has a lot to do with just think of, you know, most men don't go to the doctor as much as women. Women, we see gynecologists typically every six months, once a year. We're quick to go to the doctors. We have that motherly instinct nine times out of ten. We're the ones taking our children to the doctor before the father will take the child to the doctor. So it's kind of like we're not ashamed. Most men are ashamed of talking about certain things that's going on with their body because nine times out of ten, we feel like we should be the expert on ourselves. We feel like we should know what is going on with us at all times. So I understand you can't talk about vulnerability without talking about shame. And when you talk about shame, you need to find out what it is in your life that you're ashamed of because one thing about, like, taking, for example, if you're trying to lose weight, in order for you to have gained the weight that you gained, there had to be some kind of emotional attachment attached to it because you just all of a sudden don't, gain, don't you know, put a lot of food in your body, and now you want to work out the fat. Now you want to build muscle. Now you want to do this without something being the culprit of it. There had to be some kind of culprit as to the emotional reason why you did your body the way you did your body. So you first have to come across why is it that you're doing yourself like this? What is, what is it in your life that you're, that you're avoiding? What are those avoidances? Because we have to make ourselves vulnerable to learn. You know, when a person who is overweight has to go to a gym, stand in front of a personal trainer or go there, they have to realize, wow, there's some kind of vulnerability that I'm putting myself in this moment because I've shamed myself. And in life, we have to get over it. There's a point in time we all have to come to some kind of crossroad if you want to overcome situations. So if you think about anything that you have overcome in your life, you have to realize you were somewhat shamed of it, shameful of the situation, shameful of the way you treated someone, and you had to become vulnerable if you wanted to become successful at whatever it is. So in life, we can't numb one emotion just to highlight another so say for example you say okay well i'm going to go to the gym i'm going to lose this weight unless you get to the root cause of why it was that you allowed yourself to get to that certain standpoint then you still have that emotional backing that make you get back in the same situation that you were in before when you put the weight on in the first place I'm talking about fitness, I'm talking about weight, I'm talking about health, but you can use this in any situation. It's just like Randolph talked about recovery. You, you have to get to the root cause of why it was that you were acting in the way that you were acting, and you have to put yourself in a vulnerable situation so that you can get over that emotion because you can't temporarily numb it. You have to make yourself vulnerable. You have to be ashamed. It's very important that we understand and recognize our vulnerabilities. There's some things we're just so vulnerable to. And there's other things that we need to harden ourselves to. But we need to realize that life, if you want to move past certain things, understand your vulnerabilities. Now, we do this call to become more successful. We share, like, books that we're reading and things like that. But if you don't understand vulnerabilities, how, you, how to make yourself a more vulnerable person to become more successful, go to YouTube. There's a channel where there's a ton of TED talks. And there's a very great TED talk on vulnerability. And... When the TED Talk is going on about vulnerability, these are people who have become highly successful financially, highly successful monetarily, because in order to become highly successful, like we say this is a mastermind group, these people had to, you know, understand what they're ashamed of as far as maybe it's asking, maybe it's receiving, maybe it's getting higher education, maybe it's understanding. I don't know everything in my field, and I need to get stronger and better, but They're doing a TED Talk on it so that you can understand and realize your vulnerabilities or understand how you need to become more vulnerable to become a more successful person. So I suggest anyone who's listening to this call to go on YouTube and listen to a very um, popular TED Talk by, um, I think it's a person named Brown. Yeah, Brown. And it's a woman who did a TED Talk on vulnerability. Understand your avoidance tactics. Sometimes in life, certain people hit certain subjects and it's like, oh, okay, I'm out of the conversation. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. They can talk to you about certain things, almost anything. But you talk about certain subjects to certain people and they use that same avoidance tactic that realistically they're using in their everyday ongoing life. Find out what your avoidance tactics are, because you realize that in life, all the areas that you're coming up short on, selling, then if your avoidance tactic is making excuses, if your avoidance tactic is just not wanting to learn because you have a habit of saying, "I don't know how to do that," "I don't know how to do this," "I don't know," if your avoidance tactic is closing yourself to ongoing learning, then you're limiting yourself as an individual. So it's very important that you understand the ways that you use avoidance. The same avoidance tactic is really to hide the shame, to hide the shame behind I don't know a certain thing. So you're using it as avoidance tactic to say, hey, I don't know it. I I, I just don't know. Maybe I'll hire someone to do it. Maybe I'll just find out later in life. Maybe it's just not that important to me. Get over it and become more vulnerable so you can reach that point to become more successful. No one can take big risk unless they first start off with small risk. So understanding yourself to become more vulnerable, that's a huge risk. Start off small with the small things that you need to become vulnerable at. So I want to thank everybody for joining this call. And is there anyone on this call who wants to speak about letting your guard down before I wrap it up?
2: I just thought it was very important for us to be vulnerable because that's what actually draws people closer to us and near to us. A lot of times um, when we are, you know, trying to make it seem like we're flawless or we have no issues, a lot of times people can't connect with us and and actually draw to us. I mean, we all have those people that you know that just seem to be so perfect. You know, oh, I have the perfect life, perfect marriage, perfect body, perfect children. It's like, okay, that's wonderful. You applaud them. But when it comes to really – Bonding with them is kind of hard because what do we connect on? But when you meet someone that kind of is vulnerable and they show, oh, I have some flaws, or even if that same person is vulnerable enough to say, you know what, things aren't as perfect and sometimes I struggle with, you know, balancing my own personal life and being a mother or whatever else they go through, then you can say, you know what, hey, girl, you know, I do too. And you can bond over that and you can really talk. And then before you know it, you realize how much more you have in common. And then you can open up and kind of come to a common ground on so many other things. So, you know, I just wanted to point that out that it's so important for us to be vulnerable, too, because that's what helps us make those connections with other people in life. And we already know that even in business, it's not necessarily about what you know, but who you know. And sometimes when you take that time to be vulnerable, it probably will pull the right people into your life that you don't even know that um, could be. So I just wanted to add that to the conversation, I'll go ahead and pass it back so you can close it out. All right. Well, I want to thank you for joining this call.
0: Um, Shana and Randolph had very good feedback as far as, you know, how to let your guard down. And once again, I suggest everybody go on YouTube and listen to that TED Talk because it's very important. And make sure you say your affirmations. Make sure you start your affirmations with I am. Very important. Give yourself some new time today, and I want to thank you for joining this call and have a nice day.